Hey everyone, this is Robert here. We heard your cries for music, so we added an intro, and we're still waiting to hear back from the band, Baby Aspirin, to see if it's okay to use their song, but they haven't responded in over a week, so if you're from the band and you're not cool with it, let us know, and we will definitely take it out, but we like your song, so uh, we'd really love to be able to use it. Enjoy the show. Draft podcast where writers share their painfully embarrassing early work. Uh, from Chicago, I'm Robert Bruce Carter, writer, actor, filmmaker, and my co host Dave. Hey, hey, this is Dave from Berlin, web developer, former poet, jack of all trades, renaissance man, polyglot. How's it going, Robert? Polyglot? What is that? I think that means you're like good at everything. <laughs> that, my inability to define it means that I am uh, not good at everything. Well, you're not. A but poly- it definitely sounded like a good word. So you're you're a polyglot. Yeah, Dave Carter, polyglot. That's that's all my business card says. Uh, I don't know. We He's haven't gotten right. any emails yet. I don't know that there's a need for it, to email us. Uh, I assume it's the spam filter that's aggressive because obviously the people want to talk to us. The people, uh, the people do want to, well, people have been downloading it, so I'm not, I, I'm not going to reveal yeah. the, the, uh, the numbers, uh, but just say it's in the low six figures. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just say that. Uh, and, uh, we're sorry about the, um, the dearth of episodes recently. Um, I, I've had a real pain in the ass, uh, trying to book people and we're supposed to have somebody on Sunday. One of my friends come on, uh, who's really funny guy, but he had like an emergency rehearsal, um, that he, that he had to do. So I think we're going to, we're going to make a big push in the new year, um, to do more guests and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Now we are now entering the general chit chat. Uh, portion of the show <laughs> where all topics are acceptable for discussion. Now we're now leaving the laser-focused intro and going to the general chit chat. Yes, previously we were introducing the show. Uh, now we are in. Now we are in the show. This is the show. Uh, so <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> item one: People are downloading our podcast. We already covered that. Okay. Um, so and then <laughs> there's one podcast that. Uh, that you turned me on to two weeks ago called <laughs> the worst idea of all time. Which I have been telling everyone that I meet about this. Uh, and it, I mean, it, it took over my life for like four days. I was all I listened to. It was almost <laughs> yeah. all I did. Uh, I listened to about 40 episodes in a week and it's these, yep. <laughs> these two guys from New Zealand that, um, they watch grownups two every week, uh, for a year and then do a podcast about it. And it is so fucking funny. Yeah, it's it's incredibly compelling. It's a stupid, stupid idea, and it like shouldn't work. But I don't know. They're very funny, and and I think the fact that they're from New Zealand just makes them charming. Mm-hmm. But like, I I did the same thing. Like, I I heard about it, and I started listening, and then I'd listened to like ten episodes in a row. Like I couldn't stop. It's like it's like watching Lost or something. You just get sucked in. Yeah, it's it's so good. And then I actually watched. I ended up watching Grown Ups 2 last, last weekend. I was hungover on Saturday, and I was like, <laughs> I, I'm going to watch this movie. And I actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I, I mean, it's a really bad movie, but I, 
I don't know. There was something, maybe it was just because I had been hearing so much about it that I kind of just enjoyed it. Right. But like, there were some genuinely funny uh, moments to it. Uh, have you seen it yet? No, I I want to. I feel like I know it already just from listening to them talk about it so much. Like, I know I know all the product placement that's in it. I know I know all the extras. I think just from listening to them. No, I really do want to talk about it. And I think and I think that we should uh, that I should watch it and that we should do an episode where we discuss it. Okay. All right. Like a uh, little homage to wait, them. Well, dude, that's uh, we should tell you that. Maybe we can do that over. Um over the holidays um just speaking of product placement there there is a scene in that movie where like the scene is over it should be edited they should cut away but instead there's right. like two guys in a garage and one of them's like hmm i think i need some red bull <laughs> or and or no i think i need some five hour energy and they just show him unscrewing a five hour energy and drinking like three of them <laughs> and there's like no reason he doesn't need it like it's not like he's about to do something big that he's gonna need a lot of energy for it's like just so fucking blatant um and see i i don't know i wrote a review about it on my website which is it's kind of a joke but the review but i i enjoyed that review it, i i like uh, to me it is the movie is like going out of its way to be bad and that that's really interesting to me um like that they didn't like you know like they're not even trying um yeah so i don't know i i found it to be kind of fascinating um anyway um okay we are now leaving the general discussion wait did you have any more general discussion items uh no no let's uh let's get let's get to it man no 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 there's i've added more sections oh, oh, there's not we're not okay. going to read anything yet <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen the updated itinerary all right what's what's our next section uh so well i thought because it, because this is sort of tangentially about about writing and we don't have a guest today um right we can we could talk about things related to writing or writers and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so a couple things um have you have you ever heard of this guy um cal newport he's a computer programmer computer science phd guy okay you're not you're not it's not ringing a bell the- it sounds it sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know. Anyway, he he wrote this book. It's it's kind of I don't want to call it self help because he's smarter than that. But um, it's called So Good They Can't Ignore You. Um, mm-hmm. And I just read it a few months ago. It's a really really good book. Like it it was like self help, but it was like written by a really logical computer science guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So it wasn't there was no it was basically like, there, you know there wasn't any like bullshit blow smoke up your ass kind of stuff in it. Um, and like the gist of it is like basically how people now, like, like our generation has been drilled into us. Like, you know, you got to find your passion, find what you're passionate about, all that crap. Right. And it's like, and then everyone's like having a quarter life crisis and it's like, Oh, I'm not, I, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Or like, I'm passionate about something that nobody wants to pay for. Um, <laughs> that's a common one current state of my life uh, <laughs> I'm passionate about improv <laughs> great get a day job uh, so but his his take on it was like um, that that thinking is backwards like you have to first get really good at something and mm. then your opportunities for like work that's like engaging and all that stuff and like career control and all that 
that's mm-hmm. when that stuff opens up for you. And like you don't like passion comes after mastery of something. Um, mm. So it was it was really interesting. And I mean, as uh, you know, somebody who's like aspiring to be a professional writer, I thought um, I thought it was really good because it was like it was like you can you know it wasn't like oh I need to um, fall in love with this more. It was like oh I need to be better at this. And then yeah. I will enjoy it more and, and get hired to do it. Um. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's all well and good to really like something. But if you suck at it or uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, I mean, like <laughs> the I feel like the flip side of that, like do what you love. I'm always like, well, like one there's like the OK, what I love is something that nobody wants or will pay for, which right. which sucks. But the other the other part of that is like what if doing what you love is something that you're really, really awful at? Like, like I, I really love being a computer programmer, but I don't know my way around a machine. You know, like I can't do it. I suck at it, but I love it. You're speaking hypothetically, uh, right? Yeah. Don't, don't tell my boss. Um, (laughs) no, (laughs) dude, I, sorry, I'm going to jump back to the general chat momentarily. So I got a couple of my colleagues listening to this. Uh Hey Matt. Hey James. Uh, and they listened to, I think the last episode, I made a joke about quitting my job, uh-huh. <laughs> which, which I meant to be a joke. And, and my one colleague <laughs> was like, Hey, I like the show, but are you seriously quitting dude? Because where are you going? Like, what's going on, man? <laughs> and I was like, Oh <laughs> shit. No, that was a joke. I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, so podcasts can get you fired potentially. And then, um, Oh, and then for my, more specific to me about writing is um i so i finished a sketch show the radio television theater that ended um ended two months ago about a month ago um but i just i wrote this play in um earlier this year it's called a big whore in a small town um (laughs) it's like if deadwood was like a really slapstick comedy kind of thing (laughs) if you can imagine that uh my my interest is peaked for sure. Yes, yeah. If you like Deadwood and you uh, you like silly comedy, uh, then you'd like this. Um, it's yeah, but it's so fucking dirty. Um, so <laughs> actually, my mom and dad both email me and they're like, "Yeah, we want to hear about your play." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, are you sure?" <laughs> uh, like the first scene is basically um, a prostitute uh, trying to convince a Catholic priest. Uh, to let him to let her blow him um <laughs> and he's like refusing uh so anyway yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be the annoyance theater in january it's gonna be really fun um awesome man congrats yeah thanks um what else oh and then i'm, do, I'm doing a web series i'll put a trailer up for that um that's kind of cool it's my first like directing experience i've never i've never really directed anything uh on stage mm-hmm. or on camera um so that was that was a little freaky because it's it's all improvised right so i get these actors together from uh just from this theater that i've i'm friends with people there in chicago and uh i i like give them these situations basically and then you know have them improvise it um and it's always like mm-hmm. a really weird absurd situation but i i like i didn't know if it was going to come out well at all and we did um mm-hmm. We did the first take and they were like so committed and so serious about it. It was like (laughs) 
really dramatic and i was like <laughs> oh my god like i have a tear in my eye but this is not <laughs> funny at all <laughs> and, uh, so you decided to turn it into a heartfelt drama no just, no no i was like no that's not that's not gonna work for this it's not gonna work for this like nobody's gonna watch like uh like dramatic vignettes if you're gonna do like you know because there's no like um there's not there's a thematic through arc to all of them but there's not like a, a serialized storyline to all of them right so it just it wouldn't work that way um so i was like okay what do i do now um <laughs> and uh but i mean we, we got to turn around we we um uh we got them on a, on a comedic path and 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 they're really good actors too so um they, they were good with it they were just committing in a direction that wasn't a comedic direction um, mm. so that was cool so are you directing everything did you direct the trailer too uh yeah so we shot we shot the first episode in november and then i made the trailer out of the first episode uh so the trailer only it's really like a trailer for the first episode basically okay and then i edited the trailer um over thanksgiving when we had we had all these all this family over and i was like uh i'm just gonna edit this real quick for like half an hour and then i'll go downstairs and talk to the family <laughs> five hours later i come yep. downstairs in like a daze i'm like oh are you guys leaving <laughs> sorry sorry i didn't spend any time with you family that i some of them i haven't seen in like 10 years or something <laughs> uh so I felt bad about that. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then I had to. Um, uh, this is like the weird part because like I finish it and I'm like, oh man, I got to show the world this thing. And uh, I set up like a Facebook page and all that. I'm like, all right, I got to invite all my friends to the Facebook page. And like, have you, dude? Have you ever just gone through all your friends on Facebook, like one by <laughs> one? It's there. There are people that I just I literally have no idea who they are. And I, <laughs> I think like some of them, I'm like, I think I had like a an improv class with you four years ago and that like you you they just stopped doing improv after that class or whatever right but like we all were facebook friends because we thought you know oh we'll, we'll stay in touch i don't know i honestly <laughs> don't know like why we would think that yeah, um, yeah. but and then like they just disappear or i don't the, i don't know there's just like random people and then like some you know women get married and they change their last name and i'm yeah. like i have no idea who you are um and then, yeah yeah i have to go in and like look at their pictures and be like who the f oh that yeah okay right we were in that class seven years ago together right exactly <laughs> and then i'm like maybe i should delete something i'm like no i should invite them to like my facebook page <laughs> Because maybe <laughs> they'll be like, who's this guy? Uh, anyway, he's got a cool web series. Um, and it's Let just, me tell my friends about him. It's so awkward, too, because you're like, hey, do you want to like my thing? Uh, do you like it? It's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like very needy. It feels very needy. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know how else to like get stuff out there. Like, there's no... I mean, what am I gonna do? Like buy, buy a TV commercial or something? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, if you're being exposed to one of my marketing channels, which oh god, I <laughs> fucking hate myself for saying that. Why would I ever? Bob, say you that? have to work on your brand. Uh, this is <laughs> my brand. Uh, people do say that sometimes. Uh, I mean, in general, not not to me personally. Um, <laughs> 
Find a nickel for every time somebody told me I needed to work on my brand. Right. But if you if you get an email from me or a Facebook email, whatever, you know, just hey, I, I'm I'm just trying my best here. Okay. So <laughs> I'm not trying to spam you or anything. Oh, and then I went to um I went to a poetry show a few weeks ago at a there's a place called the Green Mill in Chicago. It's it's kind of legendary actually as a bar, and this like mm-hmm. poetry night. Um, and they have like um they have like a band like a kind of jazzy jazzy god damn it why did i say jazzy (laughs) marketing channel jazzy (laughs) i never say these words in in real life (laughs) uh smooth jazzy you know it's it's jazzy it's jazzy uh how would you describe it jazzy uh it's no it's they have a jazz like a jazz band uh, but like kind of upbeat just jazz so like right. er, like people will get up there and like they'll have their poetry and then they'll be like do you want what kind of like um accompaniment do you want like do you want upbeat do you want like sad whatever um, hey, give me something jazzy please yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm gonna pause in the middle of my poem to request more jazziness <laughs> uh but the band, the band is like really good, um, and the performers yeah. were like really good. I was like, I, I mean, I went to it just like because I've heard about it. and It's like a, it's kind of a well-known thing here, and I wanted to see it. But um, I was like really surprised how how good it was, um, and it felt like I, I thought um, I thought it was gonna be a lot of like angry poetry, um, mm-hmm. but it ended up being really funny. It was, it felt more like storytelling and like stand up to music kind of. <laughs> That segment sucked. Yeah. What was I doing? <laughs> I really need guests. Uh, <clears throat> that was our jazzy poetry section. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> God, we got to edit this. This is bad. This is <laughs> this is like fucking train wreck of a podcast here. Um, that anecdote didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> you got anything else, Robert? <laughs> uh... This is not going well. We really need guests. Ah, God, but will there be anyone to listen to them when they get on in January? I know what I'm doing today, editing. (laughs) Sound editing. uh, All right, all right. So so for our writing pieces, and uh, so, all right, so do you have something that you want to read? I I do have something. It is is pretty short. Um, So a little bit of setup. This is a word document I found. It's called World History Autobiography. Doc. It was written in 2002. Uh, so I would have been like 17 then, 16. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old I am, 17. Um, and it is, I think it's part of a larger project that I was doing, which is sort of like the history of my life up until then. Um, but what I found here is a larger a, project that you were doing in life or for for school <laughs> for school you're like okay uh yeah so it's just like it's like a, a bunch of uh important events that have occurred within my lifetime and i think i probably then took these and and wrote something about them but i haven't been able to find what i actually wrote about them mm-hmm. um so i'm going to start uh, i'm going to read them in the order that they are on the page which doesn't seem to make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. You would think I would do a timeline of my own life in, say, uh, order of when it happened. 
but I've opted not to do that. Actually, pay attention because maybe you'll have a theory for what order they're in because I haven't been able to figure it out yet, but maybe we can suss this out. All right, folks, um, get your thinking caps on because this one's interactive. <laughs> so this is my world history autobiography timeline. Mm-hmm. Birth, September 6th, 1985. Okay. With you there. Right. August, 1991. Moved to Maryland. Began new life. Number three, September 11th, 2001. Terrorists bring down the World Trade Center towers and part of the Pentagon. Is that related? Okay. Well, how was that? So the first two things were things that you did. The right. third thing is something that happened. I mean, I... I think I'm going for for like events that have shaped my life in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but but here's where we're getting a, a bit of a curveball because number four, 1994. So we're jumping back seven years. Mm-hmm. 1994, Major League Baseball World Series canceled due to strike. <laughs> were you? Well, you weren't like a really big baseball fan, were you? <laughs> Not really, no. And you're you're you're, uh, you're you're throwing that in the bin with September 11th, huh? I know. Uh, you know what? You are a bit of a narcissist. I gotta say, <laughs> you moving to Maryland got the same the same level of play as 9/11. I. <laughs> you assign the same significance to those two events. Uh, moving on, number five. 1989, fall of Berlin Wall and communism. Uh, 1998, Bill Clinton sex scandals and impeachment. <laughs> Which, for the listeners at home, you followed that like a hawk. You, that's you were like a news junkie during that era. You were that's writing letters to your to your congressmen and women. So many letters. Uh, you were obsessed with that. Um, I was I was I was going door to door petitioning to get people to impeach and you signed my petition. If I if I recall, yeah, you were you came down on the side of impeachment. Uh, oh yeah, you took a moral oh, yeah. stand there. Yeah, 1993 to 1995, introduction of the internet. October 2001, received my driver's license. <laughs> The juxtaposition of the internet being invented with your getting your driver's license, right? Sort of a distorted sense you had of what was important. Um, (laughs) And that was only a month after nine eleven. I got my driver's license. So So you um, callous asshole. (laughs) Listen, it's it was important. Because a lot of my fans said that it was too soon, but I said that it was important yeah. to move on and to act normally, and that's that's why I did it. Um, uh, and finally, April nineteen ninety nine, I traveled to London with my family, first trip out the outside the United States. All right. So that has been my world history autobiography. Okay. <laughs> so I have something that it's a little. Um, it is something I wrote. It's a series of emails that I wrote. I found this. I found this a few years ago. I used to work for Social Security Administration, um, and they would send. Yeah. They like. I think they didn't know what to do with me, so they would send me out on these assignments around the country, um, which involved a lot of sitting in offices in like small towns in America and like staring at the wall uh, and not really having right. anything to do. Um, so I was. 
this is from uh the email is titled um mount vernon illinois site visit may 31st 2005 um and and i guess they they sent me to this like processing center in Mm -hmm. mount vernon illinois it's like a it's a farming area and basically the town is just like a strip of highway with a couple motels and um every fast food restaurant you have ever heard of in your life <laughs> like literally like there's a steak and shake um there's kfc Ooh. not only was there kfc there was kfc buffet uh oh no which i didn't even know existed then um <laughs> so i spent the whole week i was not health conscious at this point um i right. spent the whole week like alternating between sitting in this room in like business casual like waiting for something to happen as you'll see and then like i like three meals a day i'd just be eat, like binging on fast food um <laughs> it was <laughs> some would say it was uh, a low point in my life <laughs> uh, I, can, I can just imagine you going back to your hotel room with like two buckets of fried chicken and just like well i'm in the middle of illinois I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, I mean the food. Oh God, the food was just so so good. Uh, I mean when you're when you're like just eating fast food, like without abandon, and like oh, you're not even yeah. like thinking like um, I need to stop this or like I'm been you know like you're not like conscious of it. It's like it's like smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, but like not knowing that they're bad for you. Uh, you're just like this <laughs> right. is great. I love this. <laughs> Smoking is great, <laughs> so yeah. so like that was like the reward at the end. Of it. But then I remember I I um I can't remember if this was in Mount Vernon, but they sent me like oh like to Washington State one time, and mm-hmm. I remember. Do you remember the game Civilization, the computer game? I uh, do. So lost I, many hours too. Oh my god! So I was so, I was so bored in um I don't know. It was like maybe it was like Eugene, Oregon, or something like that, and um I went out and like Civilization Four had just come out. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I should play that game. That would be something fun to do, like on my on my <laughs> laptop on the road or whatever. So I go out, I I order like three pounds of McDonald's or something like that. Uh, I go to this like mall and like I buy it. Like it was like the the day it came out, I bought it. Um, right. And I install it, and I start playing around like six p.m. after work that day, and I played till like two a.m. And I was like, right. I was like, all right, I really need to go to bed now because I have to be up at like seven thirty tomorrow. And like, I just could not stop. And I played <laughs> through the entire night. <laughs> the game is so ridiculous. You're just like one more uh, turn, one more turn, and yep. like it was like the sun came up and it was like seven a.m. And I was like, I guess I got to go to work now. <laughs> really wish i could just do one more turn (laughs) (laughs) i know that feeling very well did you spend the entire next day at work thinking about your civilization yes how better yeah no it was like all i was like all i could think about was like i cannot wait till i get home because i like i have i have so much planned for the war and (laughs) i have alliances and you know i need to be i need to be uh i need to be i need to turn uh, Thermopylae into a full-time tank generating city uh, <laughs> because if I don't because you know the Greeks are or maybe I was the Greeks I don't know Thermopylae I think that's Persian um, 
<laughs> you might you have it. And I was like, these Zulus yeah. are getting out of fucking hand, and they're winning the space race. And if I, 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 I like. <laughs> It was nuts. And then, like, that went on for, like, a week, and then I deleted it. Yeah. And I was like, I can never play this again. So, Mount Vernon, Illinois, site visit, May 31st, 2005. Ooh. Today was a very uneventful day in Mount Vernon. I attached the scan report, and there really was not much to report. <laughs> when we arrived, we were shown a demonstration of the business process using a test case. A little later in the morning, one, and then in parentheses, the number one, I don't know why why I thought I knew. <laughs> like who that's like, I don't know why that's so funny but I, what, what? wait did you did you write this like to your boss's back at the office who is this who's this addressed to yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read the names and uh but yeah yeah I mean the, I you know what's funny? The I, I was on this like special commission that was like this this special forces at social security team to like roll out this new electronic processing thing i don't know you know they were taking everything from paper to electronic or whatever right so i was there were some heavy hitters on this team uh mm -hmm. you know as far as the agency goes and and then i was there probably because they just didn't know what to do with me elsewhere um because well, it's i mean it's a whole mess uh i mean i spent two years like basically doing nothing anyway so i don't know why i was first of all i don't know why i went on that tangent second of all i don't know why i wrote the number one in parentheses it's not like it's like they don't know how to read numbers right now well, you probably thought this is this is a business correspondence i have to mm -hmm. be very explicit uh but so you're like, you're like reporting back to your bosses or something like this is a yeah yeah this email is okay. like four people they're all sort of ranked above me in the hierarchy <clears throat> um, okay so they they sent the junior guy out to Mount Vernon to like keep an eye on things you know because it was this processing facility that was full of people that were like um you know I mean it was sort of like very menial basic work you're you're taking um you know paper that comes in the mail and scanning it basically and making sure okay. they get scanned. So it's not, um, it's not skilled work really. Um, right. the, the people there were all, they were all really nice. <laughs> okay. A little later in the morning, one, one piece of mail arrived, a single envelope from Cape Girardeau, Missouri. It was processed and scanned without any complications. <laughs> later on in the day, two ACS employees came in for some training and there was no mail in the afternoon. <laughs> Is this such a such a podunk town that you had to email your bosses and tell them like the news is that we didn't get any mail today? I think like, I yeah yeah yeah. I, I think you know. Sorry to our listeners in Peoria, Mount Vernon, wherever this is. In hindsight, I first of all, if there had been complications, I would have no idea what to do. I would have had to email somebody at headquarters and be like, what do I do? Right. Uh, I had no authority over anyone there. Like, I wouldn't have been able to fix anything. I would have literally been the guy that sent an email that was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, right. All right. So then I say, I have internet access at my hotel in the evening, but none during the day. During the day, I can be reached at my phone number. Please call me if you have any questions or concerns. Didn't get any calls. That was weird. Um, 
Well, it was a very clear email. You explicitly stated how many pieces of mail. I think there was no ambiguity there. So yeah, um, <laughs> they call you. So and then and then I found the next day there's there's an email called Mount Vernon, Illinois, six one o five, and it, this one's shorter. Another uneventful day. Just one envelope from Cape Girardeau that's scanned without incident. And then you can like just see me like getting progressively like just like more depressed and like just hateful right. of my job and this and like and then so on six two oh five that's the following day there's an email mm-hmm. no subject I'm not even labeling these anymore <laughs> same people same attached spreadsheet that like literally has like one like a one written on it somewhere <laughs> next to Cape Girardeau and the 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 email just says another slow day <laughs> it's like jesus that's so depressing i'm like just descending into madness and then right, and then i <laughs> this is not for me but uh from a woman in the in the office that i worked at mm. she, you know she cc'd some other uh some other big wigs on the uh, special forces team mm. is on june 3rd so i guess that would have been like the friday that i was there Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert, is there a breakdown of the five pieces of mail that you received? I'll be coming next week, and I wondered if the mail was identifiable to be in the cat to be in the categories on the right of the spreadsheet that you sent. <laughs> so I, <laughs> but how do you respond to that? I, I, yeah. Is it just me? Or I didn't quite parse that question. Um. To be in the categories on the right. I mean, I'm not looking at the spreadsheet. Obviously, I'm I'm but a civilian here. Um, right, right, right. Um, you know, I, I don't really know. I mean, I because first of all, I've only mentioned three pieces of mail so far. So, but you know, all these emails I'm sending, they have these spreadsheets, and I can't even. I'm gonna open one up here. I don't even know what this is about. There's all these like cities across America that are like places that you would send things to i don't i don't know this is this is this was my life with social security just like one assignment like this after another of just like <laughs> like really hard to just understand what was going on um right sort of like a lot of people doing one thing that just didn't seem to take that many people and i wasn't the only one there I, there was like a few uh there was at least one other guy there with me <laughs> that was like assisting so, me but then they fly two people to the middle of the country and it sounds like you guys just got the mail and then emailed back with how many pieces of mail there was essentially yeah we didn't even do like the the people working in the facility were processing the mail <laughs> we were just reporting on it <laughs> we, we were not like assisting them in any way uh i don't even i mean i'm assuming we like talk to them um i always like tried not to talk to people too much though because i didn't really know what i was doing so i, I right, was, you don't want anyone to figure that out right yeah i always wanted to like avoid questions uh about, yeah. about the work that was being conducted um so knowing myself back then i you know i probably would have had sort of like a you know, I'm here from headquarters just to make sure everything runs smoothly. And, uh, you know, let me know if there's any problems. I'm going to be over here on my laptop uh, <laughs> playing Civilization 4, probably. 
anyway. Yeah. So that we'll call that one Mount Vernon, Illinois site visit. All right. Well, Jazzy. we're we're now we're now moving into a outro discussion of the end of the show, where the show will end in the outro, closing up. Plugs. Do you have any anything you want to plug, Dave? Follow me on Twitter at Dave Zach, Dave Z A T C H. And then I have a, a big whore in a small town. I'll be at the Annoyance Theater uh, starting Sunday, January 11th, running for three weeks on Sundays at 8 p.m. there. And you can check out my web series, Words Fail Me, at wordsfailmeseries.com. There's a trailer there. Like the Facebook page, please. Um, and then all my other stuff is at uh, robertbrucecarter.org or on Twitter at bobzatch, B-O-B-Z-A-T-C-H. Um, yeah, and if you enjoy this, please uh, go to iTunes and uh, give us a rating and a review. That, yes. that would uh, really help us. Uh, yeah, and email us at uh, info <laughs> at the worst round. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you.